It is August 10th, everybody. Thank you for turning in to the weekly ads. Uh, football is back. The Premier League started last week. But not only is that football back, American football is back as well. Uh, we're going to talk about that. The NFL is here. Practice started. Camp started. First preseason game is tomorrow when this is being recorded. Um, we're going to do a special. We're going to talk about all the teams, all the divisions. Uh, what's happening, what we think might happen with these teams, and uh, yeah, our, our uh, predictions, maybe how the divisions are going to work out, where teams are going to land, and uh, have some fun with it. There's a lot of bullshit happening on with teams that's outside of football, and I think this should be a good time. Join us, Dylan's here, and then Austin's with us. Making a return to the pod. Um, and today's divisions of pick, we're following the compass. We're going to do both conferences. We're doing AFC North and NFC North. Um, I think NFC North might be a little heavy-handed due to some fandoms. Uh, so we're going to start with the AFC North. Makes sense. Uh, first we're going to talk, we're just going to follow the alphabetical order that everything has them cited in, which is a city base. So the Ravens are first. Baltimore finished eight and nine last year, fourth in the AFC North. They lost the players that they lost in free agency, uh, running back Devontae Freeman, running back Latavius Murray, wide receiver Miles Boykin. Wide receiver Marquise Brown, who was traded to the Cardinals. That's the big one. Uh, wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Alejandro Villanueva, OT. Center Bradley Bozeman. Defensive tackles Justin Ellis, Brandon Williams. Linebacker Chris Board. Linebacker Perno McPhee. Cornerbacks Anthony Everett, Jimmy Smith, Tavon Young. Safety Deshaun Elliott. D-back Anthony Levine and punter Sam Coach. Nine defensive players on that list. A lot of cornerbacks. Yeah. Jimmy Smith was pretty good, wasn't he? I didn't follow Baltimore enough to really know. Um, Additions, though. They got Mike Davis running back, fullback Patrick Ricard, OT Morgan Moses, defensive tackle Michael Pierce, D. Lyman, Calisius Campbell, DL Brent Urban, outside linebacker Justin Houston, who's re-signing, a linebacker Josh Bynes, cornerback Kyle Fuller, recognizable name, safety Marcus Williams, a uh, big five-year contract. Uh, and then they also drafted Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame in the first round, Tyler Lindenbaum, center from Iowa, first, second round, edge rusher out of Michigan, David Ojibo. And third round defensive tackle Travis Jones out of UConn. Um, I think the two big points with the Ravens would be that Marquise Brown got traded, the surprise trade, Lamar's favorite target. Really, his only target. Well, the besides, second, second besides Mark Andrews. Besides Mark Andrews, yeah. Mark Andrews, and then Lamar's got a little contract situation. He hasn't been extended yet. It's surprising. Apparently, he may not be the QB of the future for him. So, does this mean Lamar has to show up this year? 
or do they end up paying him ahead of time? Oh, is this his last year of his deal? Yeah, I believe so. All right, then he's on he's on a double-edged sword there. Yeah, he's got to show up, but he's also got to be careful he doesn't get hurt, so it hurts his resign value. And he needs to throw the ball. Oh, yeah. Everyone keeps going to running back. He's going to show up to make the maximum amount of money, but I think if he just – if he does decent enough so they at least go above 500, they'll probably resign him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's – He's a future guy numbers-wise. I don't think anyone can argue yeah. against that. Uh, I think they had like they had a shit ton of injuries last year. I think every wide receiver on the team was hurt. They lost their running back before the season. But yeah, started. I think every running back. Yeah, was they hurt. Had, like, no, yeah, it was yeah, it was it wasn't receivers who were beat up. It was the running backs. Um, because they had five or six, I think, like at one time with like four on the IR list. They had a guy from Ohio State get injured like. Right away, it was like two days in a row. I think two players got hurt, and uh, like Mark Ingram was hurt. I think he was still no, he wasn't playing there. He got traded to Houston. Um, I forgot they got Murray. Murray was having a good year before when they signed him. Freeman's been bouncing around. Um, I don't know. I think they could have a good year if they don't get hurt. They play a bit better, whatnot. I don't know. It's going to be the offense that determines it. Their defense will be all right. They always are. Kyle Hamilton's probably going to get in that. Like, right away, that's like a rookie of the year defensive player. Like, he's up there. Yeah, he's, like, in, he's already in talk. About like, obviously, Aja Hutchinson's going to be up there, too. But, like, that dude was good in Notre Dame. Um, next up, obviously, we got the Cincinnati Bengals. They didn't lose a lot of people at all. Uh, wide receiver Auden Tate, tight end CJ Uzuma. That's the big one. That's the big one. OT Riley Reef. Uh, offensive guard Quinn in Spain. Center Trey Hopkins. Defensive tackle Larry Ojanobi. Linebacker Jordan Evans. Cornerback Varon Hargraves. Cornerback Trey Waynes. And safety Ricardo Allen, who retired. Um, but the gains. The gains, uh, QB Brandon Allen as a backup, tight end Hayden Hurst. Oh, there you go. Uh, OL Lyle Collins, OG Alex Kappa, O-line Ted Karras, defensive tackle BJ Hill, DL Josh Tupu, cornerback Eli Adam, Happel resign, Trey Flowers resign, safety Jesse Bates, defensive back Michael Thomas, not receiver Michael Thomas, that would have been crazy. Uh, Ellis Clay, Clark Harris, and punter Kevin Hoover, who both resigned. Bengals, the division champs, and gonna be division champs again this year. Uh, finished ten and seven, made it to the Super Bowl, lost. Do they regress? I think that's the question. Like they were ten and seven, so obviously they could have played better. Oh, they're gonna get better. Yeah, I think they'll have a better season. Regular season, at least. They addressed that offensive line, which I think is going to make that difference. Yeah, drafted uh, Daxon Hill, a safety out of Michigan, cornerback Cam Tyler Britt out of Nebraska, Zachary Carter D, Florida, and then a guard in the fourth round, North Dakota State, Cordell Volson. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, O-line was a problem because Joe Burrow, instead of having, like, two seconds to get rid of the ball, he had, like, one second. Yeah. You know, he was getting – he was doing good at checkdowns except he was getting tackled every time he had to check the ball down. I mean, that's the reason why they couldn't finish the drive in the Super Bowl is because the offensive line couldn't block long enough. Mm-hmm. If he had an offensive line in that Super Bowl, I think it had been a different result, honestly, in my opinion, the way the Bengals were playing. But that offensive line is really what hurt him, and that's – I think anybody can agree on that. Um, the next question to go along with that would be, is can Joe Burrow have like a repeat season number wise? Um, specifically between him and Chase. I think it's only going to get better between them. As it, as it should. Yeah. I mean, everybody got on Chase, you know, because he sat out a year and he came in, they weren't sure. So, I mean, you take that in consideration. Now he's got one full one more year underneath his belt with the quarterback he already knows. I think they're going to have a phenomenal career together if they stay together. Yeah, that makes me think of, uh, like, that question comes up because, like, Josh Allen and uh, Stephon Diggs. Like, they had great numbers that first season. They were a little down last year, but obviously everybody's, the defense is targeting Diggs a bit more. Yeah. So Josh Allen has to divide, but. Burrow was doing good. They they were doing good. I mean, they have a great receiver core. Oh, oh yeah. That's like I said. The only weak point on that offense was that was that offensive line. So now he's got more time to look around at all his weapons. Uh, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a hell of a year. Yeah, because I mean, essentially, this is like year two and a half for him. So I think. I think he has nowhere to go but up, so I don't think he'll plateau at least for a couple more seasons till we really see what his limitations are. But yeah, I think I think his his only limitation is how good that offensive line is at this point. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't see like I don't see them having problems if if the O line is better. Like the whole team should be better, and. Uh, give them like the momentum to be that good offense that they're like on paper is on, on paper or how they look on paper. God damn it! Yeah, they were they were ten and seven last year. They'll probably be thirteen and four this year. I think I think that's the people they acquired and everything else. I think I think that's enough to have three more wins under their belt this year compared to last. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if they get like, they could be the team that has a like high powered offense, and then have that medium defense. Like, it's enough defense to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, because you know, like, instead of being like hyper defense and mediocre offense, because like it with that lineup, it shouldn't happen. It should be high powered offense. Oh. I feel like though, like you know how they say, like every time the the last year's team won the Super Bowl, everyone's gunning after them. I feel like more people are good, will be gunning after the Bengals this season than than uh, L.A. Because nobody saw the Bengals being this good and everyone kind of expected L.A. to get there and win because of all the players that they had. So I feel like more people will, will want to get one over on the Bengals now and be, be more ready to play them and beat them than, than last year. So I think that's the only thing that that I think I think will be harder for them. I agree with that. Yeah, for Cincinnati sure. Cincinnati was a 
was a dark horse last year that nobody really thought would be where they were that early in uh, Burroughs and uh, their head coach's career. Well, plus it's like it's the young team where everything clicked. Like your quarterback yeah. was playing well. You took the young receiver who who obviously has chemistry with them, which is something we always talk about. Like if you draft a guy that played with the dude in college and they were good together, it should transition over. Like that happened with uh, Andrew Luck and uh, what was the tight end? Kobe Flinner. Kobe Flinner. Like they were good for those three years until he signed with the Saints and then he disappeared and didn't play football again. And honestly, looking at the Bengals' schedule this year, I there should be no reason why they can't get 13 wins. I mean, they play their division, and right now the only team they really have to worry about, in my opinion, is Baltimore. But then they play the they play the NFC East and they play the AFC East. And the AFC East, the only strong team really is Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo and the Patriots NFC East, is what they bring. I mean, you really don't have – I mean, maybe the Eagles this year with what they did. Well, yeah, but yeah, we get there, yeah. The Eagles made moves. But well, looking at the schedule right now, I there should be no reason why they can't get 13 wins. Um, I feel like go, going along with that, this we get the transition over to the most talked about team in the NFC North right now. Stay in the same state. The Cleveland Browns. Um, <laughs> no first and second round draft picks. Uh, uh, no notable third or fourth that I can see. David Bell, uh, Purdue as a wide receiver. That's the one I notice. Um. No masseuse. No masseuses. No, no uh They lost Case Keenum, Baker Mayfield, uh, who were both traded, Nick Mullins. All their quarterbacks. All, all three quarterbacks were on the team last year. Not important. Not important. Wide receiver Rashard Higgins, Javaris Landry, tight end Austin Hooper, who stayed there. He's there a couple years, I think. Uh, center J.C. Treader, D.E. Takarist McKinley. DT Malik Jackson, linebackers Malcolm Smith and Mac Wilson, cornerback Troy Hill, safety MJ Stewart, punter Dustin Colquitt, and two kickers Chris Blewett and Chase McLaughlin. Who did they gain? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go from the bottom on this one because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna it's gonna end it's gonna end I think the most or the the main thing. Uh, Chase McLaughlin actually resigned after they lost him. Uh, Punter Corey Bodres, safety Ronnie Harris, cornerback Denzel Ward. That's a decent cornerback. Signed five-year, $100.5 million. Woo. 71 guaranteed. Linebacker Anthony Walker, DT Tavon Byron, defensive ends Chase Winovich, and Stefan Weatherly. That Cleveland-New England trade for a defensive player. Jadavian Clowney as well. Uh, OG Ethan Pachik, uh, OT Chris Hubbard. Tight end David Njoku resign. Wide receiver Jakeem Grant, who just tore his ACL. He's out for the season. Uh, Amari Cooper. Quarterback Josh Dubbs. Dobbs. Quarterback Josh Rosen. Quarterback Jacoby Brissett. And the big one, quarterback Deshaun Watson. Huh, so that's why they have four quarterbacks. Who is a newly guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract and is now suspended six games with the NFL pushing for a at whole least, year. At least six games. Um, Fully guaranteed, though. He's still making that money. So, Yeah, and honestly, that sucks for them because let's just say it stays at six games. Those are games that are 
at least four of those are pretty winnable. Yeah. So I mean, if he's not there for those, then that, that really puts a damper on their season. Yeah, like you have to go four and two out of those six games for a success. Yeah. Or go 500 just because there's 17 games now. So, like, it's not as – still a big impact. But, yeah, if you you got to come out winning. Um, To go along with that, just to kind of back away for that for a second, uh, there's an article on ESPN today saying that the Browns should trade for Jimmy G, get him in there just in case – Watson. They is, got three other fucking quarterbacks. Well, it's Josh Rosen and Brissett. Yeah, but, I mean, the season's a wash anyway. Well, Brissett wasn't too bad. Like, he had mixed results in Miami last year. Like, I don't want to say too bad because he was pretty bad. Um, Josh until Rosen just needs play. to be a man of his word and, like he said in the draft, prove all the teams that didn't take him before wrong, which he <laughs> hasn't done in his, what, four or five-year career. Yeah, yeah, he's failed every step along the way. But, I mean, fuck trading for Jimmy G. Stick with what you got. Run it. It'd be a cheap rental, though, because Jimmy G's got one year left. Like, that's the in yeah, theory. Like, that, you, dra- you trade him, you get him for a year. If Watson's out for the whole year, he's your quarterback. But you're going to trade, so that means you're going to give up more stuff. I mean, oh, it's the, well, yeah, they already it's, gave up, what, a 2024 six-round pick. Yeah, and, no, that, they traded that with for, that that's, for yeah. three first-round picks, a third-rounder, two fourth-rounders. Yeah. So, I mean... They don't just have anything Watson. left to give. They're yeah. going to give like 27th round picks. But if I were the 49ers, I'd be like, nah, I know you're, what kind of situation you're in, so it's not like, you know what I mean? That's the problem. If they know Watson's out for a while, it's more legend. It's it's a like, higher legend for the other teams because they know that the Browns are desperate for a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So it's not going to be good for the Browns in whatever trade they try to do, so you're just going to have to ride out what no. they got. I, I it's just, almost like they could just call it a wash this season because, I mean, you got the Bengals and you have probably the Ravens who will do better. So I just – Yeah, why well, trade away your future for one year? Yeah. yeah. That you probably won't even, like, make the playoffs, even if you made those trades. Yeah, well, I guess, like, the way to look at it, too, is, like, if Goodell doesn't get his way, it's only six games. Good you old. just have to make it – Good old. Good old. Good old, <laughs> good old Goodell. Uh you just got to survive six weeks and you get him back and you hope he plays and he doesn't get hurt because it's still Deshaun Watson. So like he can still get hurt, but and it's a weak start to the season, but still, I mean, they're not that great of a team either. So it's not like they're guaranteed wins. I mean, I guess the question is if, if let's just say it's today's six games, is there, is at least their defense good enough to, to carry them? Oh, this no. was the most penalized defense for like the last three years. Yeah, so no, their defense, so I, their defense can't carry them. It's uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't even think that that would be an option then. Yeah, you, you, it, like we're saying, it's just going to be a wash of a season. You're going to ride out with what you got, and if it works out for you, cool. If not, whatever. I mean, there's always next year, which has been the Browns' model for the past <laughs> however many years. Well, yeah, that's kind of like ends up being the thing is like, when is it, uh, like, can you, is it worth it to like lose a whole season with like everyone you have, like your running backs and all that? Cause obviously you're still going to play. Well, but... they lost two in a row. They went, what, one and 31 or something? 
in two seasons? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, they're used like going to it. into like two years ago. But I mean, why would you get rid of Baker Mayfield knowing what's so hovering over Deshaun Watson? Well, that's... he at least is a proven, in my opinion, quarterback for the Browns at the time, where he's good enough to compete. Well, yeah, I mean that goes back to even Houston should have just traded him at the end of last season before, yeah, before this all this came, out came out they and, and made out big time on picks and. Uh, yeah, been on the right end of this where they they did get some shit out of Cleveland, but they could have got a hell of a lot more. Like they still should have. I I still think going off subject, they should have traded for to Miami, traded him for Tua and the first round pick because they could have got when Tua. The was there. Yeah, and they could have got Devonte Smith if the Eagles didn't take. Because the Eagles, I think, had the pick before Miami's did in the draft last year. But you could have got the best. And see, that's the thing too. That's why. I mean, we're sticking with the AFC North. That's why the Bengals, I think, are as good as they are, is because they've had that quarterback and wide receiver combo from college. You know each other already. And the Browns could have done the same thing with those two guys right there because they played with each other at Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. it would have like, been better off. Like, that, like that, that would have been the move. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because we forget about it. Deshaun Watson didn't play last year. Yeah. Like, he was out. Like, he didn't play. So, that was, that was two body's, years ago. His when body's that, loose and there's was, not a knot in his back. No. And there's not, he's got nothing in his ball sack either. Yes. Um, <laughs> they're jerking off on misuses. Um, God damn it. Uh, what a pervert. The, the final team in NFC North, the good old Pittsburgh Steelers. Who did they lose? We got Josh Dobbs, quarterback, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, future Hall of Famer, Ben Rosenberger, retired. Running Speaking back. Of sexual assault. <laughs> See, guys. <laughs> we, we still remember. <laughs> Running back, Kellen Ballage. Ballage? Wide receiver, Ray Ray McLeod. Juju Smith Schuster. James Washington. Tight end, Eric Ebron. OT Zach Banner. OG Tri Turner. Defensive ends, Taco Charlton. Stefan Tuitt. Linebacker, Joe Schubert. And cornerback, Joe Hayden. Stefan Tuitt retired? Yeah. And he was a Notre Dame boy, I think. I think he's maybe just retired like most of the players are doing now. They gained uh, Mitch Trubisky. Let's go. Wide receiver, Miles Boykin, OT, Chuck Wuma, Okafor, OG James Daniels, OL, Mason Cole, defensive tackle, Larry Ogunjobi, Ogunjobi, Ogunjobi. Linebackers, Jannard Avery, Miles Jack. Robert Spillin, yeah, it is. Uh, cornerbacks, Arthur Mallet, Levi Wallace, Akela Witherspoon, safety Terrell Edmonds, safety Vinta. Yeah, God damn it. I just combined like every single letter that was there. Yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick, the highest paid safety now. DeMonte Kazi, Miles Killebrew, D-back Carl Joseph, and kick returner from the Patriots, Gunnar Oliski. Yeah, what a dude. Um, <laughs> Steelers are in rock. They were rocky last year. They've been rocky since 2017 when Le'Veon Bell. They're second in the division. Babied out and yeah, yeah, a nine and seven. That's the crazy thing when you look at this division is like the Bengals were ten and seven. Or yeah, they're only a half game better. Steelers are nine seven and one. They had a tie. Yeah, yeah, they had the tie. I don't have the tie on here. I was like, I was like, what the hell. I forgot they had the tie against the. Uh, was there against Detroit or was it Minnesota? 
Detroit. Yeah, they tied Detroit. They tied Detroit. Yeah. So they haven't been good since the 17th season. Like, really good. They made the playoffs every year. They just haven't been really good. They just go to sh- they just go to show up and then they leave. No, um, Ben's gone now. So like, the one stable piece, the O line is not the same steel curtain. The you know O line, the iron curtain defensive wall is still there, but the O line is not the same. Um, yeah, they're gonna lose a, another guy on the offensive line here pretty soon too. Anyway, and. Uh, Pouncy. Well, he retired last year. He was already gone. Was it last year? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking about that. I was trying to think of his name. Um, they drafted though. Kenny Pickett, first round, QB out of Pittsburgh. George Pickens, wide receiver at Georgia, second round, third round, Damavian Leal of A and M, and then fourth round they got Calvanos in the third from Memphis. Um, Kenny Pickett. Let's, let's talk about quarterbacks. Ben's gone. We. We're watching uh, Sports Center before we started. They have Mitch, Kenny Pickett, and Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph's gone because you just drafted Kenny Pickett. Um, Dylan, what's your take on Mitch? My take on Mitch, I feel like, is uh, skewed because being a Bears fan, it's not a good thing, but. I don't know. People always like when you look at just like some of his numbers, like they're actually not that bad comparatively to like other quarterbacks. But I just don't think Mitch Trubisky is the guy for a, a future franchise at all. Um, can he win him a few games? Yeah, but honestly, I think if you're comparing him to like Kenny Pickett, I think Kenny is like. I feel like Kenny is the guy who people said Mitch would turn out to be. I feel like Kenny has more of a potential to become what people said Mitch would be. That's like a really good take. I like that. I like that take. Cause like it is like, he's not like it was pick 20. Like not that, like that is obviously always looked at if you're a quarterback when you're picked Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, et cetera. Um, but like people, he's got the, my my favorite part about the draft, this goes into like kind of where I'm headed with this. Just follow, follow with me, follow with me. Two years ago, I think Kyler Murray, or two or three years ago, Kyler Murray was getting drafted. Uh, there was a big talk with the quarterback hand size. Like, is it, does it matter anymore oh, yeah. or whatever? And then the last couple of years, um, they were like, oh, we're not worried about that anymore. Then all of a sudden, Kenny Pickett's in the combine and all they talk about is yeah. his hand size. After we just spent yeah. three years saying you, it doesn't matter, and they made a big deal about it. And it was like, we just stopped talking about this for three years, and now it's a huge deal that he has a small hands. But his numbers are there from college. He's a running quarterback. He makes smart decisions. One of the greatest plays in college football history. Yeah, with the fake the dive, fake the, fake, the fake slide. <laughs> um, do you – the way we're kind of looking at it, though, too, is – if if Mitch does good with the Steelers, like obviously he's not going to be. If I mean, we have to see what he does. This is Kenny Pickett's team. I mean, I mean, if you look at it, that the fact that he has an actual like a really good coach now, yeah. maybe that could be the defining thing that could make Mitch Trubisky who he was supposed to be in Chicago. But I, I mean, time will tell if that happens. But we'll see. I mean, he has. 
if he has most of the physical capability to become that, I guess it's just, uh, you know, improving some of those decision-making skills and, and gaining more experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, we were kind of like talking about it, like, and I think I've seen like Barstool Carl's been a big advocate of this. Like if he does good with Tomlin, it's just like a big nail in Matt Nagy being like, it's yeah. all his fault. Like, you know, Mitch maybe could have been something, but it really was. It is Nagy's fault. Uh, yeah, I think no one. Yeah. I don't think anyone can well, say it's then, not. Like, well, then you have like that just juxtaposition where Mike Tomlin is like looked at as like a, a player's coach. Yeah, and like Nagy was like the complete opposite of that. Like he didn't he didn't change anything for his players' attributes. It was his way, or or you know, sink or swim. But it was going to be his way. So yeah, yeah. You know, I you know we, we'll see. Mitch Mitch might turn out for. Uh, the Steelers, but you know, yeah, and if time it, will tell, yeah, and obviously, like, just kind of like we were talking about with a year, like Mitch can play f- if he plays the whole season. If he, you know, injury free or whatever, does Kenny Pickett get snaps if it needs to come up, etc.? Like, maybe, maybe not. I think in the long, this is this is Kenny Pickett's team, but now they're kind of waiting to see how they're going to go about things. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the first quarterback they've drafted first round since Ben. And that was like mm-hmm. 2004, yeah. 2005? Yeah, something like that. So they really haven't had to do it. That's, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, and they finally did it because that's all we talked about for three years was when it, when are they going to get the replacement because Ben's going to be gone and now you're – now he he doesn't have Ben on the sideline to learn off of. two or three years with him. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Yeah, so now, now he has Mitch to learn from. Does that matter? I mean, Mitchell's got experience. He knows ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it does matter to learn from one of the best compared to a guy who's kind of, you know, still finding his way in the NFL. I think there there is some things that Ben could have, you know, instilled in him. But, I mean, he'll still get that that leadership because Mitch seems like a, like a good guy that would, like, you know, teach a younger player anything that they need to know. Yeah, I mean, and obviously he got put in the, like, worst situation you maybe would want to be as a quarterback, like, first pick. Yeah. You I, know, I think like, what helped Mitchell Trubisky, too, is last year he spent in Buffalo. So yeah. He spent with a good quarterback in the league, a good quarterback coach, and he learned some stuff. So now, just see if it transitions into this year, mm-hmm. if he is QB1 game, uh, game one of the season. Could you imagine, though, like, Especially because he was in Buffalo with Josh Allen last year. Two years ago, Josh Allen went with uh, that training program and worked on his mechanics and came out and, you know, is now the Josh Allen we all know and love. An MVP candidate right. of the year. What if, like, the offseason Mitch went and did that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, th- I think it was good for him. He, like, le- he learned stuff. Like, he got the number. He's He's got the money. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go spend the offseason just to make, working on mechanics because that's – Obviously, his weakest point was his mechanics, mm-hmm. and comes out here and just is like on the ball with everything. Well, I mean, like Trubisky too. Like you know, it, like I said, it's going to be Kenny Pickett's team. But this is a good chance for Mitch Trubisky to take a team and compete. And he's only signed a two-year deal, so you know he could always leave and go somewhere else and become the quarterback for that team for a few years. Yeah. So. I mean, it's in the ball's in his court now to prove himself. Well, and he's got one of the best young running backs in the league in Najee Harris. 
It's I always, fucking always love helps. Najee Harris. Always helps. And he put and Najee got he put on some weight and got bigger. Yeah, I was reading I was reading the article. There's an ESPN article about his workout regiment. I was reading it and the headlines on like the different workouts were Nike shoes. Like Air Max two seventy was one and something else. And I was like, This is a Nike ad. This isn't a workout article. <laughs> this is just like <laughs> this is a workout and then you know, like this is the shoes he wore. Yeah, hey, we gotta push our product. Yeah, well. yeah. That's like I was like I was like, what the hell? Like I was expecting it to say like, you know, like the description was gonna be the workout, like running, weight train. It's like, no, it's the shoe. It's like what the hell? But I love Najee Harris, man. He, he was great at Alabama. He was fun to watch. Um, they got a steal in him, and I'm excited to I'm excited to see just him play again. Um, for the team to get better. So they'll still be either third or fourth in their division. Yeah, so that's what I was. That's what I'm going to ask. So I think we all pretty much said Bengals are gonna take the division. I'm going to go Bengals first, then Baltimore. Then probably Pittsburgh and then Cleveland. I'm just gonna have Cleveland as fourth just because of the whole Deshaun Watson situation. If he plays, I'll have him as third. Do you guys see any of these teams? Like, obviously, there's a whole lot of other teams to talk about and whatnot. But just right now, do you think any of these teams are a wild card team? I don't think there'll be a wild card out of the AFC North this year. I think it's just going to be the division winner will be the only one going to the playoffs. I think they'll be the Bengals. I think it, the Ravens could be one. And I, I think everything is really contingent on this Deshaun Watson stuff and how many games he ends up being suspended or no games. I mean, if it ends up being somehow no games, yeah, that, and like his music feeling it too, like they could be right up there with the Bengals. So... You know, that's one of those things where we have to wait and see how that turned out. But, I mean, if I was guessing, I'd say Bengals 1, Ravens 2, Steelers 3, and Browns 4 if it ends up being six games or more. I'm doing Cincy for the division. I'm doing Steelers wild card. Well, I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking Tomlin's going to pull something out of his ass like he always does. Yeah. And one of these two you, quarterbacks yeah. play good. Najee just has a like a fifteen hundred yard season. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, gonna, he's probably going to have a fifteen hundred yard season. Oh, you might very well be right because I mean, I feel like 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 what you said ever since um, Bell and the two thousand seventeen season. Like the Steelers have always had like a lot of drama guys on their team, and I feel like this is the first team that I can remember in a while where it doesn't like. There's a lot of guys on there who aren't like prima damas and and bring a lot of drama to to when they play so yeah, that might be a, a a good thing for them to like uh you know start new and fresh yeah smith schuster was the last guy like causing stuff because he was having he started you know the dancing on the logo and then all of a sudden they lost he went to the right team and all those yeah 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 the chiefs the only reason yeah. why the only reason why i only see one team coming out of the AFC north is because i'm looking at the rest of the divisions and in my head i'm seeing who all acquired who Oh yeah, we're gonna have. So this is why I only I only see one team coming out of the AFC North going to the playoffs, just because of all the additions of the other divisions. Yeah, the foreshadow to the West is what I'm excited for. Like that, that's, that's gonna be a fun episode. That's the one where that's I, gonna be the I, last one because we're gonna yeah. never eat soggy waffles. So that's less, but that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know what, I do want to see Deshaun Watson play though because I just want to like I want to see good football. Obviously, I want to see Deshaun Watson play and get fucked up. <laughs> 
What if uh, like a lineman for a team, like a DE or linebacker, like Von Miller, one of the Aaron Donalds? I, I want them to pull the longest yard what where if, they, nobody blocks and he yeah. gets his ass sacked. What if, what if he's, they're mic'd up and then like he gets sacked? And they happen to like play the mic, and then you just kind of hear the sound. They're like, "That's for the masseuses, motherfucker." Yeah, I want to see a sack <laughs> and the sack celebrations. Them on the back giving a massage. <laughs> and they're like, "I can't even go to one anymore because of you." <laughs> <laughs> My wife won't let me. She thinks, she thinks I'm jerking off on him too. You ruined it for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're banned from all the masseuses. Didn't what did weren't you the one who told me that there's like the. Uh, the national masseuse uh, Cleveland. in Cleveland this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see a guy who looks just like him with like a afro and like a mustache, just like creeping on corners there, jerking off in a trench coat. If, if, yeah. if, if you if, if you ever thought that black people were gonna get in trouble oh, for man. being, my name is Bashan. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden, every masseuse. Like, there's a lot of black guys that are gonna get in trouble. They're gonna put a tracker on them. <laughs> what's gonna happen? Like shit. Oh man, Bashan, you get within twenty feet of this masseuse, your your alarm's gonna go off. You need to walk away. They better hope he's not suspended six games because he has like he's, he's got plenty of free time. He, <laughs> like, he won't have to be at the field. He can't be at the field. So, we, oh, I I can't wait for the Browns fans to make fun of him when he starts. That's the thing. Like I, Browns I, fans, I, don't I talked care. about it with you. Talked about it with Dylan. Like it's it's going to be that. Like I like, we talked about it. I think last week or the other week. Like the crowd reactions are the big thing I'm looking forward to. Oh, dude, it's going to be fun. And what do other teams do? Wait for the touchdown celebrations. What, do you have something to add on that? <laughs> I'm not going to go any further with that. I'm just going to wait. There's going to be like some fan who sneaks in like one of those masseuse tables. God damn it. Yo. And, like, do they play the Bills? Those foldable ones, and they're just going to like set it up right on like the 50-yard line or one of the, one of the end zones and just uh, do something crazy. Yeah, well, oh, do you play Buffalo in Buffalo? Oh yeah, I'm good there. And if it's only six games, he will be playing in that game. Is that the return game? No, that's oh. uh, later in the year. Oh, that's okay. Week okay, okay, no, that'll be yeah, that'll be even better because that would have some time under if everything plays out. Yeah, instead um, of tables, they're gonna have uh, masseuse tables. They're gonna break through. Bills Mafia. All right, we're gonna do this one backwards because I think we have to do the Bears last. Uh, for the sake of fandom yeah because that's where the where they're gonna end up probably yep <laughs> i mean you still got the detroit still in the division they haven't left yet i don't i, actually, I know i'm I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to talk about detroit, detroit i'm, ex- I'm excited to talk about detroit i take that so we're back gonna, we're gonna talk about the minnesota vikings we're gonna talk about the vikings Skull. first guys we got who's added we got wayne goldman run or who lost sorry who they lost wayne goldman dd westbrook wide receiver tight end tyler coughlin O line Mason Cole, Rashid Hill, defensive end Everson Griffin, who I believe got in trouble. That was a big loss, uh, though. He was pretty good. Yeah, defensive tackle Michael Pierce, Sheldon Richardson, linebacker Anthony Barr. That's a big one. Yeah, he just signed recently uh, with the Cowboys. Nick Vigil, cornerback Mackenzie Alexander, who was decent. Safety Xavier Woods. Who did they add? Kirk Cousins resigned for one year, thirty-five million. Damn. Uh, Sean Mannion, quarterback. Albert Wilson, receiver. OG Chris Reed, OL Jesse Davis, DT Jonathan Bullard, DL Harris 
Jonathan Phillips, linebacker Jordan Hicks, linebacker Zadarius Smith, three-year deal, cornerback Patrick Peterson's re-signing, cornerback Chandon Sullivan, kicker Grave Joseph, and punter Jordan Berry, and then the most important re-signing they got, new head coach. Mike Zimmerman's gone. They have a new head coach this year. Um, my question is, here's, here's, here's the way I'm looking at the Vikings, though. Delvin Cook, if, as long as he's running good, they're good on that front. Yeah. They got Justin Jefferson, wide receiver. They got Adam Thielen. You got two great wide receivers. Yep. So Kirk Cousins, one question mark. Oh, there you go. Because he has to complete passes and not throw picks. You can give me $35 million, I could do just a good yeah. job. Um, <laughs> can this coach get the best out of Kirky? That's the question. No. You think Kirk, Kirk Cousins is just a lost cause? He's done. He had that hype, and now it's gone. I mean, I'm honestly, I am fully surprised they actually did re-sign him. You know, because like, I think they re-signed him because there's nobody else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, it was a tough free agent market, and, may, and maybe give him one year with the new coach, see if it improves. But it's not like they didn't go to the playoffs with Zimmerman as the head coach. And that was why Zimmerman left was because there's a falling out between Cousins and Zimmerman. Allegedly, that's what some of the reports said. Yeah, I mean, they, they cousins did, cousins is done. The last couple of years, yeah, they they had rougher seasons than what they did. Um, reinforcement draft wise, they added safety Lewis Sign out of Georgia first round, Andrew Booth cornerback second round out of Clemson, Ed Ingram guard out of LSU, uh, Brian Azamoa from Oklahoma, and cornerback Khalid Evans in the fourth round out of Missouri. Um, safety helps already good. Uh, Corner helps good because that's obviously was a weak point. They were getting lit up, uh, cornerback wise last year a little bit, and then uh, adding a guard is always good with their run game like they have. I'm interested. I'm interested in the new coach. I liked Zimmerman. Like he, he was a cool dude. Like I liked him, but I'll be honest. I don't even know who the Vikings yeah. head coach is. Yeah, I don't know his name. I know he's new. And then I saw an Instagram video where he was hyping the crowd. They were at a. The practice facility. Oh, uh, I don't have no idea who the hell that is. I if we if you were to ask me like at the end of the season last year when they're like announcing everything or like the beginning of the season, I probably could tell you like where he came from. Oh, he came from L.A., didn't he? Yeah, he was the uh, offense coordinator. There we go. So so he coached Matthew Stafford throwing to. Well, see, there you go. So you got an you got an offensive minded yeah, coach. Matthew Stafford was good enough. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Because you know like, I mean? if you're going to compare, uh, I believe he also had Jared Goff. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, what's the wide receiver's name? Which one for LA? Odell. Oh no! The, for, uh, he won the uh, Super Bowl. Cooper MVP. Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup and oh no, he didn't win the MVP. Yeah, Stafford won it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stafford and Cup, sort of the Vikings, is like Cousins and Thielen originally. Thielen got hurt last year a little bit, I believe, in this game. And then it was kind of like Kirky Jefferson because Jefferson had hella yards. He had tons of yards last year. Jefferson so um, they're both like combos there. Maybe he gets – if he gets the best out of Kirk Cousins, it's the best scenario for the Vikings. If the defense plays good. 
if the defense works yeah. out and gets back to that like tough Vikings defense that yeah. they've always been known for, sort of is, and I mean, then the run game was, was a defense. Yeah, coach. and then the run game that Delvin Cook can put out. I think what hurt him last year was Delvin Cook got hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was coming back from an injury, and so. then they didn't have a good backup like they usually did because they always it seemed like prior years they always had a good backup. Yeah, it was always a one-two kind of punch. Oh. So I'm 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 excited about seeing them maybe, just see what that can do. But that's really it. Just and I mean, looking at their uh, their schedule, they you know if they do if Kirk plays well, they should do pretty good. What uh? What divisions are they playing this year? Uh. You're looking at that, like the NFC North overall when we get through this is going to be, this is an interesting division. Division games are going to be big. Um, They play the Colts, the Giants, the Jets, the Cowboys, Patriots, Commanders, Bills, Cardinals, and Saints. Good, yeah, some good teams, some bad teams. It comes at that. So, yeah. So they're playing the NFC East and the AFC East also. So. So they're in the same boat as the other North. Yeah. I, I, it all depends on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. This is like big quarterback play. Maybe oh. they should go for Garoppolo. They could have. I still see Grapple starting for the 49ers at some point this year. Well, no, no. They said he's gone because Shanahan said it's Trey Lance's team. I mean, that's something we'll talk about. But, yeah, like that, that was he's quoted saying that. Oh. All right. I, Vikings will probably be second in the division. Um, speaking of quarterbacks... We oh, have an NFC in North. There must be only one team. There's only one. We have the Green Bay Packers. Um, who do they draft? Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia. Devontae Watt, DT out of Georgia. Wide receiver Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. Uh, Sean Ryland, OL. Another receiver in fourth round out of Nevada. Romeo Dobbs. Who did they lose? Mm. We're going to read this from top to bottom, too, because uh, this is a big glaring uh, loss. Uh, punter Corey Bajorez, cornerbacks Kevin King, Chandon Sullivan, linebackers Zadarius Smith and Oren Burks, DL Tyler Lancaster, DE Whitney Merciless, who retired, uh, OL Billy Turner, OG Lucas Patrick, OT Dennis Kelly, wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantlin, Equamius St. Brown, and Devonte Adams, who was traded to the Raiders, and why would they do that? Well, we're going to get to that. Who did they add? Nobody. We got punter Pat O'Neill, cornerbacks uh, Kayshawn Nixon, Rajul Douglas, Jair Alexander, DT Jaron Reed, linebacker Preston Smith, who resigned, Devondre Campbell, who resigned, uh, tight end Robert Tunyon, who resigned. 
wide receiver Sammy Watkins, wide receiver Alan Lazard, and then Aaron Rodgers with his big re-signing money contract that caused Devontae Adams to get traded. Where do we start? Where Do we start with that he took hallucinogens and that's how he won two MVPs? <laughs> if it works, it works. Yeah, I mean, that's like the biggest news that came out of Packers camp, I think, is just him quoted saying that. Like, all right, losing Devontae Adams obviously is big because, like, he's a good wide receiver. But Aaron Rodgers has played with literally nobody in that wide receiving court for how long, and look what he's done with that team. He really hasn't had a great – he's made the receivers who they are. Granted, Devontae Adams is an exception. Well, yeah, and it was last year, the year before Adams was hurt for a while. I think he was hurt both years, maybe. And he made work of everybody that was playing. I mean, like the fifth string wide receivers were playing, and he was yeah. hitting them. Um, the big kind of question is, like, does Rodgers' big contract kind of, like, hurt the team? No. Um, in their hopes of winning a Super Bowl, yes. In their hopes of winning the division, no. Right now, they're going to the playoffs every year. Yeah, they're going to the playoffs. I mean, that's not really a question. So it's just, can they get to the Super Bowl? And I think that's when that comes back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, without a playmaker that he can just toss the ball up to? Well, they got Sammy Watkins. Oh, Sammy, he caused some surprises with the Chiefs. (laughs) That, that one year, uh, he was like basically WR two. Um, it's funny though because they didn't just lose like Adams. Like Marquez Valdez Scantlin was like the next big receiver he started throwing to, and he signed with the Chiefs like like right after like the Adams trade. Like it was like okay, this is the new one, and then now he's gone. I think Alan Lazard was actually better. Yeah, yeah, they both had their plus or minuses because one of them was a speedster. And for some reason, I just can't remember because, like, you know, 70% of the throws with Devontae Adams, so. I mean, he's the biggest name they had. Um, I don't know. I like Coach in Green Bay. Uh, him and Rodgers seem to be working out. Like, they had their kinks, like, obviously that first season. Worked it out now. Um. Their, how their season ended, though, was that playoff game against San Fran at home, Green Bay's whole home field advantage thing that we heard about all season, and they lost 10-7. to Yeah, because Robbie Gold came back to kick his ass one more time. And uh, the defense <laughs> recovered the ball in the end zone. Like, isn't that, like, the Robbie Gold thing is, like, the craziest part of the story, that, like, he beat the Packers, <laughs> he knows what you know? Do. But the other big part is, like, we watched that game. Yeah. They scored the touchdown right away. There should have been no reason why the Packers lost. And you were like, wow, Green Bay's just going to roll over to the 49ers. Yeah, they should have. And then for four quarters, we watched them do nothing offensively. Yeah. It was like a stalemate of a game. It was embarrassing. 49ers only got a touchdown because of the fumble recovery. Yeah. And then got enough down the field to kick the field goal while it was snowing. It started snowing, too, I believe, that game. Yeah, so. it did. It was like rain, snow, and the whole Which time. Which is literally what Packers football is. And they lost. That's why they have that advantage. But, they lost. But they didn't use it. Yep. 
Um, yeah, I, I guess we just uh, are going to deal with a whole year of that again. Like, can they win enough? Do you think they can win enough games to get, like, the first overall seed? Uh, in the NFC? Yeah, because like now, now there's only one bye week, so... Well, looking at the other teams, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the defending Super Bowl champs will be number one. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, Green Bay got the first last year. Dude. Yeah, Green yeah. Bay was first last year. Yeah. I don't see them being first this year, though. No, I think... I mean, last year, I think if they weren't first, they probably would have had a better advantage. Because all the talk going into it was like, okay, now you have the bye, but like you're playing good now. And the then, only reason why they had first is because they had a tiebreaker over Tampa. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then they then they lose to the Lions the last game of the season. The Packers. Yeah. Uh, probably. Because they benched. Uh. Everybody. See, I hate when teams do that, though. It doesn't really help you out if you bench your team. I mean, no. I'm a Colts fan. That backfired us all the time. Yeah, they lost to the uh, they lost last game. Rodgers did play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He played. He played. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think that's like that. The most unexcited thing about the division is that it's like the drama with the team, but then it's. They're probably, you know, well, I don't even want to say probably. They they should win the division, and then you just see what they do in the playoffs. If the Packers, I feel like, if the um, Packers go the furthest they'll go is probably divisional round. I don't yeah. see them playing in the NFC Championship this year. I think Aaron Rodgers has become what people accuse Peyton Manning of being in the playoffs, and he can't win. Yep. Yeah, the regular season he's king. Good. Yep, he's good enough to he's good enough to carry teams in the regular season, especially with how the NFC North is has been like the past 10, 12 years. But he's he he can't carry a team yourself in the playoffs, and that and that's his biggest problem. Yeah, that's what hurt Manuel. They never really had a defense. You can't just rely on one guy to carry everything. Yeah, I mean, you saw that difference with Denver when he was there. Yeah. I mean, he he came to a team that had a great defense, and then that's why they did what they did. So, if we go from that, we go to the uh, slackers of the NSL, NFL, I guess. the Motor City. Well, they probably won't be slackers for much longer. No, because I like Coach. Um, this season of Hard Knocks, the preseason Hard Knocks, is with the Lions this year. The first episode just premiered this Tuesday. Dan Campbell is the player's coach. Um, let's do who they lost. Wide receiver, Kadrell Hodge, DT Nick Williams, linebacker Trey Flowers, Jalen Reeves-Mabin, and safety Dean Marlowe. They re-signed QBs David Bull, Tim Boyle, wide receiver DJ Chark, Wide receivers, Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds, tight end, Garrett Griffin, center guard, Evan Brown, defensive end, Charles Harris, linebacker, Alex Anzol, Anzol only? Anzolin? Chris Board, Jared Davis, cornerback, Mike Hughes, safeties, Deshaun uh, Elliott, 
Tracy Walker and DBCJ Moore drafted second overall pick defensive end out of Michigan Aiden Hutchinson 12th overall pick Jamison Williams out of Alabama wide receiver uh second pick Joshua Pascal out of Kentucky third Kirby Johnson and they had some fifth round picks fifth round picks uh rookies let's just talk rookies Aiden Hutchinson defensive rookie of the year staying home Home guy, homegrown, exciting pick, kind of an obvious pick once he didn't go one. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like a cool dude. I saw a clip from Hard Knocks, you know, rookie orientation there. He was singing. The rest of the team, rest of the team likes him already. They were all jumping up and down singing. I haven't watched the episode yet. Uh, I probably should have did that before we did this. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Um, I like Coach. Coach is cool. He's probably one of my favorite coaches in the league. Dan Campbell's a a good coach for he, Detroit. He drinks two yeah. Vente 20-ounce coffees from Starbucks. Is that large? What? Yeah, that's the large, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's role models, yeah. That's why I was saying that. I was like, Vente. Vente means 20. 20. <laughs> uh, drinks two of those a, a day. Oh, that was like the comment last year. That's his breakfast or whatever. I drink four Mountain Dews. What's the big yeah, deal? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, shit. Coach is cleaned out. Let's just put it that way. Um. <laughs> Players coach, uh, the team doesn't want to lose. There's the clip. Uh, they want to. They want to win for him. Yeah, which well, is what's awesome. This is yeah. what's gonna make the difference in Detroit. I cannot think of the player's name. Uh, he had the little speech. The clip was kind of going around where he's telling the team, like, "Hey, like, look at that record last year," and he gets very emotional about it. like the team doesn't want to be losers. They have the right personnel on the team that doesn't want to lose either. Like they're, they're buying into the system. They're pushing each other too. They're not. They don't have. They're just not there where guys like I'm playing out my contract. And I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like they have guys they who are saying like, "Hey, we're here, so let's make let's play. Let's play football." Um, Jameson Williams, I think, is huge for them. It will, he's coming back from this ACL injury that he suffered. Would have been a different uh, game for the college football. Oh yeah, if yeah. If he healthy. was if he was healthy for that, definitely. Um, that's what that's what they need. Rather, Jared Goff is the guy, or they somehow get someone else after him or whatever. Like having a good receiver to throw to. Jimmy G is. I mean that that was going through my head. Like that's uh, like unless you want to stick with the old Purdue boy, David Blau. Yeah, yeah. Or or they draft someone. You know, they get that late, not first round. Like if they have a winning season. Or something, and they get that late quarterback pick. Hell, Patrick Mahomes was a late quarterback pick. Winning season may be tough, but it's going to be a better result this year than. Well, last yeah, I mean, year, it's I not pro- like getting the second overall pick again is not what they want. Maybe no. like the tenth overall pick. They'll be in the teens. Yeah. Um. The city just needs it. Uh. The fans need it. They played so many close games last year, too. Like, that's what the insane part is. Like, it's not like they got blown out all the time. I mean, hell, San Fran pulled its starters week one, and Detroit nearly came back and won that game. Like, the starters had to come back in. I was listening to Bussin' with the boys. They had George Kittle on there, and he's like, they told me I was out of the game. He's like, I zoned out. Like, I was out of game mode. And then all of a sudden, they were like, hey, we need you back in, and he had to get locked back in in the game. He had three catches on the final drive. But oh, you look at you look at their losses: eight points, eight points, two points, ten points, two points, 
23 points, 9 points, 40, uh, 30-something points. But a lot of those games that were big losses were teams that went to the playoffs. Yeah, I think if like we deep dive into some of those, some of those games they had either a lead. Literally one position games. Or they were, and then... They, I think most of those came down to like the Lions' final possession. The Thanksgiving bowl, the Thanksgiving game did. I think they didn't get blown out of Thanksgiving. If you if you take the losses they had by ten or less points and made those wins, they would have been they would have been uh, ten six and one. Yeah, like like think about that, like how changing that would have been. And I mean, I I ended up watching like some of those games just because they were on, and they all led. They all came to that final position, so like they were worth watching because you were like, "Holy shit!" You know, they they might win the game, like especially when they got the first win. That was that was a cool game to see. Yeah, should be a better year for them. Now it's time. Getting close to home. Final team of the NFC North, dun, dun, dun. the Chicago Bears. Uh, who they draft? Nobody. No, they got Kyler Gordon, Stevie out of Washington, second round, second round. Jacon Brisker, safety out of Penn State, third round. Velas Jones, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Um, who they lose? This is this list is just Jesus Christ. Um, damn. Quarterbacks: Andy Dalton, Nick Foles. I didn't know Foles signed with the Colts. Yeah. I missed that one. Uh, Tyreek Cohen, Damian Williams running backs, wide receivers, Damari Bird, Jakeem Grant, Marquise Goodwin, Allen Robinson, who signed with the Rams. So, like, Jesus Christ, L.A. Um, Titans, or Titans. Tight ends, not Titans. Unlike, uh, goddamn, I was going to make a joke about Will Compton. Uh, Jimmy Graham, Jesse James, OTs, uh, Jermaine, Efeed. Jason Peters, OG James Daniels, OL, Elijah Wilkinson, NT, Eddie Goldman, DL, Akeem Hicks, Bile Nichols, linebackers, Khalil Mack, Bruce Irvin, Alec Ogletree, Danny Trevathan, cornerback Artie Burns, safety Deion Bush, safety Deshaun Gibson, and punter Pat O'Donnell. I said O'Neal. Who'd they gain? Well, we got Trevor Simeon. There you go. Nathan Peterman. (laughs) Wide receivers, Nikhil Harry, who didn't do anything with the Patriots. Uh, Byron Pringle? He came from the Chiefs, didn't he? He was on the Chiefs, I think. Wide receiver, Equamius St. Brown. David Moore, Dante Pettis. Tajay Sharpie, a lot of wide receivers. Titans, Ryan Griffin. James O'Shaganassi. OT, Julian (laughs) Davenport. Riley Reef. Lucas Patrick, Dakota Dozier, Al Qudan Muhammad, Justin Jones, linebackers Matt Adams, Nicholas Morrow, cornerback Tavon Young, DB DeAndre Houston Carson, and LS Patrick Scales. I don't even know who's still on the team. Uh, Justin Fields. Was it Cole Komet and Justin Fields? Like, uh, and then obviously we have the drama this week, Rokan Smith. Wants to be traded because they won't give him a good contract. Sell the team. Sell the team. Um, I don't know where to start. We have a new coach. Major new coach. Re- major revamp in that entire office. 
Um, new GM too. Yeah, it's. Oh. Uh, what, do, Dylan? What do you expect out of the season? Yeah, Dylan. What do you expect? <laughs> this is your time to shine. Not much. I th- I think. Um, I think going back to our previous segment about the Lions, I think all those reasons why, like those close calls with the Lions, those are those are those are going to propel them over the edge. I don't think Chicago has anything to propel them to be better than what they are or have been. And I mean, Justin Fields is good, but it's like, what other players do we have? What what does the team like? It's just. It just seems like a, an amalgamation of not giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we're this is like to branch out, Chicago sports recently, like management wise, has just been fucking horrible for Sucking. every franchise. Sucking. Um, the Bulls are obviously on the out uh, upper clay. Uh, up, I don't even know how to word it. They're doing good. After they made their changes, um, the Sox are just having trouble having a team playing, staying healthy, and then getting the right personnel. Cubs, God knows what the fuck happened to them. They won their championship. And then the Blackhawks dynasty's dead. Um, That one hurts. Yeah. And, I mean, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze are probably not even going to start the season. But to stick to football... The Bears haven't done – they make all the wrong moves all the time, it seems like. Like, they made the right moves. Like, let's be honest, that defense from a few years back was great. Um, If Mitch could have played better, that offense was better to actually back up that defense. And if Cody Parkey doesn't double doink, um, things, things could be different, at least from that season. Easy to blame the kicker. Oh. Uh, is wasn't, wasn't he the only offense of that entire game though? I gotta go back and look at the score of the game. It, it, I, I'm pretty I, sure he was the only I think, offense. So, too. I think he had some. I think he made yeah. more than. I think I'm he had a couple sure more field goals. Um. Well, no, but I mean, the, well, the thing was, it was a typical naggy drive so where they move the ball thirty yards and it looks like they're gonna score a touchdown and then it just dies after midfield. Yeah, because he doesn't know how to be a head coach. Like he's a horrible. He's got to be shitty at playing. He was Madden. only as good as he was because he played for uh, the guy in uh, Kansas City that likes barbecue. Andy, Andy Reid. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is Justin Fields the guy? Yeah. If you can build around him and keep him healthy, he's 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 going to be the guy. Is yeah, I agree with that. You have to you have to build pieces around him and his style of play. And you, can't, you can't do what they did recently, where like you're saying with Matt Nagy, it's my way or the highway. You can't do that. Justin Fields is your guy. You got to build around him and make him make him successful. Being a Chicago guy, I typically say I want to see a good defense, even over a better offense. But in this instance, I'd say get a really build a really good O line. Get him some at least one good wide receiver, a good running back, and yeah, build around him one hundred percent. Yeah, because I mean, we could they could hit that threshold of having like a really good defense, Chicago defense, and then have that medium offense, or do you go like medium, medium, 
here's the difference. If you put Justin Fields in the year that they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Colts, if you put Justin Fields in as quarterback, it may have been a different result. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. because. But I'm what no, I'm saying, no, 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 no. You're, you, you're. It was, yeah. a, it wasn't that great of an offense. No, no, but it was just enough. Yeah. But the quarterback killed it. So if you put Justin Fields in that situation, it would have been different. Yeah. If Rex Grossman was that much better of a quarterback, they and would, if they you build around Justin Fields and make him who he is, he's going to attract players to come play for that team. And knowing that Chicago is known for their defense, you'll get the defensive players no problem. You just have to focus on Justin Fields. Yeah, and it also sucks that all his wide receivers all got drafted by other guys the last two years that he was that he had connections with. Yeah. Um is I don't know. I don't want to say like is Cole Komet the next Greg Olson. I don't know. He's good enough right now at tight end. Um yeah, he yeah, needs to get better. Do, don't get rid of him like they did with Olsen. Well, though, that's the thing. Like, well, that's the thing. That, I think that's the point of the story is like if they can get the right pieces, like, can they keep the right pieces? Because it doesn't seem like it's ever. I mean, Allen Robinson was should have been the easiest guy to keep. Yeah. And he was just frustrated. I think. Well, no, he was, and for some reason, the head coach didn't want to throw the ball to the best receiver on the team. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, he basically got yeah, blackmailed. He got blackmailed out of the team yeah. last year. Like, which is unfortunate because now now the team's going to suffer because of previous um, management or whatever. Um, But the guys, the receivers that are on the team, but Mooney, he's got a good connection with Fields, so, like, that's – hopefully that can grow into something. I think he's on the up. Um, Who's the running back? David Montgomery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who finally developed last year. Like, finally was, like, the running back everybody kind of hoped he would be. Better than Tyreek Cohen, who's, you know, because he's actually a running back. Yeah. Instead of the smallest guy on the field being the starting running back for the team. Yeah. Another naggy specialty. Um, You think if they didn't trade Howard and, like, re-sign him, that would have made a huge difference? Because they, they gave Cohen that contract that year. I think that's when he signed that three-year. I think they gave it to the wrong guy. I mean, obviously, Howard didn't work out with the Eagles, like, oh, after he got traded. But yeah, I, I think everybody thought they did. This guy just had two great running back seasons. Then you just all of a sudden let him go, and you gave Tyree Cohen money from for punt returns and screens. Um, but Nathan Peterman's there. That's uh, the former Raiders' favorite quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean, Justin Fields can pay attention to see what he does and do the exact opposite, and he'll do great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Trevor Simeon also is like the folklore quarterback. He can come in and win games, kind of like Nick Foles did last year. Yeah. Um, man, the, the legacy nine-inch nine Nick is no longer very, so sad. Um. I think, if I think right now, ahead. if you're the Bears, you just focus on developing Justin Fields and making sure he doesn't get hurt. Get hurt. Yes, if you can yeah, do that this season and just develop his skills more, then it's a success because you're not gonna win. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do anything. Yeah, I mean, if he gets hurt, I don't want to see him turn into another Andrew Luck. 
Which he doesn't have an offensive line. He gets beat up, and all of a sudden he has to retire because he has so many injuries, and it's not worth it. And he's, you know, we know that from the every quarterback that can possibly run a little bit that's, that's been drafted. It helps when you have to escape the pocket, but you can't do that every. Yeah, play. and that's the tendencies that we see. You know, is every plays run out of the pocket because either he doesn't have time, or he's not doing reads, or the line just broke up. You know, whatever numerous things it could be. Um, let's talk about just to get a topic going. Khalil Mack was that a complete failure? That trade. Not besides the, not, that not first, the year? first game. First game was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, that first o- overall. With what they I, gave I think, up and everything, I think too. His hype died down, and people knew how to do it, how to uh, stop him. I think is what hurt him the most. Yeah, I mean, he got hurt a lot too. But at the same time, he played a lot. Like there was, there was the injuries, and there was when he wasn't injured. Um, mm-hmm. he he wasn't the best linebacker on that team. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll say no, that. no, no. I think most people would agree with that. Like the the interesting point with that is, do you think he's going to be good on the Chargers? Uh, I think he'll be better. Yeah, yeah. you I think, think so? He'll be better. Yeah, just because of. Just because, I mean, the, I'm not. I don't want to go too far in it because we're not talking about him. But I mean, you do have that defensive line for the Chargers. No, like that, that, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of guys on the Chargers, but like, can Khalil Mack be a name for himself, or is he just like, like think about Clowney? Him and Bosa are gonna be like, a great one too. Clowney's bounced around from like Seattle and everything, and you know, is in Cleveland now the last two years. Um, but like, he's a question. What was that? I said that's a good question. Yeah, because, like, you know, is, is he just a name on the roster or is he, like, a guy on the roster? You know what I mean? Because those are two different things. Right. You know, it's like where you're just like, oh, Clowney or, you know, Max there. We saw what he did in Chicago recently. Or it's like, oh, shit, yeah. Max on the left side. Dude, Khalil Mack, may, he may be having a comeback being with the church. It may be a rejuvenation for him. A lot of players seem to have that happen to them when they find that right fit. I think the Chargers are probably going to be a better fit for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the, well, the other big loss, Hicks, on the line gone. Yeah, like that was, a, that's, that was a big one. He was hurt last year a lot, though, wasn't he? Was he the one that tore his ACL celebrating? No. No? I don't think so. But he was the big-name defensive player for the Bears last year, in my opinion. He's funny as hell, too. Like, yeah. I feel like he's a... Guy that like you want on your team, but now he's with Tom. Um, he, he wants to win. That's why he went to the Buccaneers. I I'm just thinking now, like how many defensive players where everybody thought was like not want to say washed up, but at the back end that all signed with the Bucks the last couple years. Like, well, it's the same thing. You look at the Miami Heat days of LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. They just went to win that ring. That was their best opportunity, so that's why they went. Same thing. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul went there with all seven of that's his fingers. That's what I'm fingers, saying. And yeah. He won yeah. A ring. yeah, Dominican Sue ended up there. Now Hickson's up there, plus their young guys that they have. Um, and they probably win on team-friendly contracts. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I when you're playing – I mean, when you're going to play, you know you have a chance at winning. It's yeah. a lot better motivation than 
playing for the Chicago Bears and knowing you're not going to amount to jack squat. Exactly. This late in their careers, they want to have that ring underneath their belt before they retire. So that, like you're saying, that's their best opportunity. You're not going to win in Chicago in the next five years or whatever. So that's why they did what they did. Yeah. And there wasn't enough probably to entice them to stay. No, there's not. Oh. They probably approached and said, hey, would he want to resign? The agent's probably like, yeah, dude, we're already going to Tampa. Yeah. It, I, I just like going through all these losses because this is fun to talk about. There's a lot of them. Dude. Well, it's fun to talk about because now. Dude, there's 10 defensive players on that list. Yeah. Well, the, my favorite part's the quarterback thing. We had the Andy Dahl and Nick Foles experiment. Nick Foles was obviously already on the roster last year because he came the year prior, yep. like with Mitch. He, him and Mitch played together. Andy Dalton comes in. You had Nick Foles still, and then we obviously had the draft of Justin Fields. Like, we've seen, like, New England carry three quarterbacks at time. They were kind of a big team to do that, sort of. They, they usually, like, kind of push the third guy back, but Jimmy G and Jacoby were there a while, and then, uh, oh, what's his face? They had Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, yeah, Brian Hoyer, and, and then Brian Hoyer and Jimmy G and Tom. This was, like, a really weird experiment that they did that I feel like didn't equate to anything because they could have traded one of these two guys. I don't think anybody would have wanted to, knowing they are going to be free agents. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thinking like earlier in the year, like, because remember going into the season, it was like, why do you have all... Yeah, but Andy Dalton didn't really do anything beginning of the season, so that didn't help. Is that Nagy thing or is that Andy Dalton thing? Both. I think once Andy Dalton suffered... Whatever he did after Cincinnati or whatever, I think it ended up, you know, just not making him the same quarterback as he was before. And then Nick Foles has just – what a career for that guy. Shout out Nick Foles. <laughs> like, you have a statue. You have a statue. He has the best nickname in college football. Yeah. Or NFL. NFL. Yeah, it's the best nickname. Has a statue. Is he the only player playing, like like an active... Yeah, because active players usually don't get statues. Right? No, not usually. Like, they're usually, you're usually retired and then Hall of Fame if you get a statue. Well, there's an exception. He won a Super Bowl for a franchise that's full of brotherly love and shootings and gave him something. It, you imagine being so hyped that, like, you won the Super Bowl and you're like, fuck it, we're building a statue. Because that's what they As did. Eagles fans, I believe. That, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. that's that's what they that go crazy that's what that season cake. equated. Well, they get they get crazy. And you not only won, but you beat Tom Brady winning. Yeah, like, yeah, you did beat Belichick and Brady. And you showed Tom Brady how to catch a football. Yeah, the Philly <laughs> special. Um, and then, God damn it. I, I don't. We can talk about it because it's not current Eagles, so we can talk about it. Let's just talk about let's go let's go into the fact that they had injured Carson Wentz like the season they won the Super Bowl they go in the next season yeah, Carson Wentz is guy. Carson Wentz is quarterbacking plays gets hurt again and who plays out the rest of the season again for him Nick Foles yeah. gets him to the playoff game they lose to the Saints I believe and uh, like the season's done after that and then Nick Foles signs with the Jaguars if you go back to that situation. Do you re-sign Nick Foles and get rid of Wentz? Like, do you trade him right, right then and there? No, because... Because no, well, I mean, Wentz signed... He got that big contract, I think, right... He, I think he signed the extension during that season or right before 
that. Because that's why he was there so long. That's why they got uh, just last year is when they got rid of him. 2016? Yeah. So, yeah. So, he had, like, two-year, he got the extension. Because, like, if you think they just took Foles, like, does does shit end up different for them? No. They just end up, like, falling apart. Because they they fell apart. Foles is a starting quarterback. He's good enough to be a – he's a great number two. But he's not a starting quarterback. I mean, you ED- saw that in Jacksonville. Because EDP let us know if they were doing good or not. Yeah, but EDP got busted. No, I know. He got, he got in big trouble. Yeah, like, for, for being, like, a funny guy to, like, get in shit on. Like. Yeah. Like, what? Like, that's unexpected. I guess, I guess by the name, we shouldn't have expected anything better from him. Oh. Great name, though. But, yeah, great name. He hated Doug Peterson, but then loved Doug Peterson. That's just the Eagles fan base as a whole. But back to the Bears. The Bears with Justin Fields, this year's going to be a wash. See who's good, see who's not. See what you need to fill in position-wise. Because this is the best time to do it. This is your first year with a new coach, who I think is going to be a pretty decent coach, hopefully. And you just got to see what positions you're going to need to fill after it's all said and done. Yeah. Looking at who they lost, obviously they needed a lot. But they're going to have to do it through the draft more than likely for a few years until they start getting the free agents to want to come there. Division. They have a new coach and their new GM. So yeah, really, I think right now is what it, it comes down to how good the new GM is more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, for can sure. He, can he make those good draft choices like he was doing in Kansas City? Well, I don't know if he's going to be too good because the whole Rokon Smith, uh, Rokon, uh, Smith situation, I guess the yeah. deal they offered him was a joke. So that's not a good sign right off the bat. But like you said, no, it's not. It, he came from a good franchise, so hopefully he can carry that over. But then again, he may be that you know that kind of GM where it's like, hey, man, I know what I, I know what I can see envisioned in this team, and this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, some people are going to have to suffer from it. But with a linebacker like Smith, you kind of have to keep him. He wants yep. to be a bear. You know, he's great linebacker. When I, I wanted in the draft, I wanted the Colts to get him. And then when the Bears saw him, got him, I was like, that's a great pick. You could just tell by watching him in college football when he played and everything else that he was going to be a, a good linebacker, and he is. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Sounds like he's going to get traded. But, uh. I t- well, they took him off the uh, pup list. Well, yes, yeah, because they can find him now. Yeah, that's if smart. If he has a practice. Oh. Hmm. Uh, division rundown. I think Green Bay is probably going to be one. Two Vikings, three. Lions are going to win more games than the Bears, Bears four. Um, I agree with that. I think the Lions could surprise us, though, and Kirk Cousins won't surprise us, and the Lions might be the second. I see the Vikings the and Lions both being tied for second. That, you, that could be a possibility. Do you guys too. see it second? Like, what records What records are you guys thinking? Like, for that second? Like, what do you think? For second? Uh, probably 10 and 7. You think above 500? Yeah. yeah I, I 10 and 7 or 9 and 8. 
Those would probably be the two records that would show up as. I think I think one of the two. I think the Lions or the Vikings will will come out and do do pretty good. I I would say at least ten and seven. Yeah, I do see the Lions being over five hundred this year. Or at, well, I mean, it has to be over five hundred or not. Yeah, yeah, that's, it yes, it can't be five hundred. I say nine and eight, bare minimum for the Lions. I, that may be a stretch just based off of last year, but I do see them being a a better team. I can see. Packers first, though. Yeah, no, I think Packers. It's the Packers division right now for a while. For me, I see Packers winning, and I do, I do. Even with my order, I can see every team being under five hundred. Second down. Second, yeah, it could. You, you know what I mean? Like if if the Vikings don't work out, um, and if the Lions don't surprise, but I don't see a wild card team out of this group. No, it's only gonna be one team out of this division, also. I mean, that's how I had it for the AFC North. There's going to be one team out of the AFC North and only one team out of the NFC North. And it's going to be the division winner. And that's the the Northern Conferences. Next week, we will have the Eastern Conferences. AFC East, NFC East. A lot of legacy teams in the list. Um... A bit hype, a bit drama, a lot of disappointments. Um, some excited storylines, I think, involving a lot of teams, a lot of players. Zach Wilson's a big one to touch on. New team name. Um, new team name. That's that's gonna be that's fun to talk about. A perverted owner. Um. Yeah, two weeks in a row talking about perverts. What's up with this? Yeah, I'm starting to think like uh, they got like the South and the West. Like, if we could have, is there one in every? Uh, compass, but I don't. I don't think so. I think there's just... either a pervert or a woman beater in each one. So no, there's definitely that. That that's probably true. I think every there's probably one of those <laughs> in every team. When you get to the south, you can talk about crab legs. Eat that W. That's gonna be interesting. We're gonna eat that W. Maybe even a couple of uh, dog fighters too. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be exciting. South, South, and West gonna be exciting. We gotta get through the East though, and then I think we'll get to the really good stuff, the really good football stuff. I think there's yeah. some good football stuff in the East, but the South and the West have the best football stuff. Um, South and the West is where I see a Super Bowl contenders coming out of. For sure. Um, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, hopefully you enjoyed. We'll obviously have more to talk about with these next teams as stuff builds up, like we were saying, and uh. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.